Hello, and thanks for joining Your Body Advocate Podcast. I am Ruth Cummings, your host, and today I'm talking about neck. All things about the neck. How can it get hurt? What emotion can it possibly hold? How to get it better? And it has a partner YouTube video where I show you how to do it because some of these are hard to explain on audio during a podcast. All right, you guys, let's take a deep breath to relax. Ready? All right, here we go. You're listening to Your Body Advocate, telling your body's side of the story. The podcast dedicated to supporting and improving your body-mind connection so you can live a pain-free, passion-filled life, dissolving one body tension at a time. Discover the healing properties of your own body language and together let's explore ways to support and improve essential self-talk. Now, here's your host, Master of Encouragement and Body-Mind Life Coach, Ruth Cummings. Today I'm going to talk about my neck, one of my favorite subjects, because the neck is a bottleneck of communication, what we need to say and what we need to hear, what we need to process, what we need to digest, what we need to assimilate, and then what we need to say, saying, telling people you love them, telling people you're angry, telling people you're upset with them, different types of things you need to say, things you need to hear, and then where it gets stuck in the middle. It's kind of interesting. And uh, it's one of my favorite places to work on on somebody. And so I wanted to really discuss this today in our podcast. But I also wanted to tell you that there is a, a, a YouTube video that also goes with this. So I'm going to talk through some uh, ways to massage your own neck and how to just work with it a little bit. And also there will be th- this actual podcast will be on my YouTube channel, Ruth Cummings Coaching. And um, so you can also watch it there, but I'm going to try to explain it. Thank you to my brother who mentioned that I, I really need to act as if no one can see what I'm saying. So sorry about that for other other past <laughs> podcasts. So <clears throat> the neck. So the neck has Many people have neck pain. It's one of the highest problems in the body and in our society, and especially in America, where we miss a lot of work because of neck pain. Neck pain can go into the head and cause headaches. It can also move into the jaw, called jaw pain. It can help you or keep you from sleeping because it's aching so badly. It's hard to put your shoulders down because it feels like it has to protect the neck. And then in the front of the neck, there's a lot of sore throats. There's a lot of um, uh, strep throat and different types of throat conditions that make it hard to swallow or you're constantly having infections in your throat. There's throat cancer. There's cancer of the larynx and not being able to speak. So there's a lot of issues with the, the neck in general. And so I just wanted to discuss some things where the neck is part of what I work on and is the uh, a triad of places to work that have to do with um, earth. So this is the earth triad, and it has to do with the neck, the gut, the torso, the bottom torso under your rib cage above your hips, so the that area, and your knees. So knees, gut, neck, okay? And when there is 
an issue with one of the areas almost 100%. I can say, I would say about 98%, there's going to be a, an issue with one of the other three. So if I see someone or someone comes in for neck issues, neck pain, tension, headaches, that type of thing over here around your neck, I will look at pain in their knees or even ask them before we even start, ask them if they have pain in their knees or if they have issues with their gut. Do they have painful periods? Do they have uh, gas? Do they have constipation? Do they have any type of issue with um, kidneys, with uh, liver, that whole area? It's a big area. And are there any issues in that gut area, low back, you know, um, kind of right, right above your belt, where your belt is there, is there pain under your belt or right above it? That's kind of the area I'm looking at, okay? So if you have neck pain and you have knee issues or you have gut issues, isn't that interesting? And so can you help your neck pain if it's so chronic that it won't go away? Can you help it by supporting these other areas? Can you bring ice and heat to your knees? Can you stretch them a little bit? Can you do some massage for them? What can you do for your knees to support them and see if that helps your neck? On the other way, so if you have gut issues, you're constipated or gas or whatever you have, whatever, there's some issues in that area of your body and you give that the support it needs, will that help your neck? And if you give your neck support, will it help your gut? Will it help your knee issues? That's the whole thing. So sometimes people have all three, right? Sometimes you have issues with all three of those areas. And then we try to see if they affect one another. And I think that's very fascinating. So that's one thing to think about. So how does your neck affect your gut, affect your knees? How is it affected by those two areas? So let's look at some parts of communication and some areas that I've seen stop people from having a flow through their neck. So what I mean that by that is like your voice will change. So for me, I've used the example of my husband having um, an illness that is very, very scary for me and very um, it's it's just hard and it's been hard for me to assimilate it. So it's hard for me to swallow sometimes and my voice would crack. It would get even deeper than it is now. And um, some other issues around um, being able to swallow and being able to communicate, like talk in a way that um, didn't hurt my throat, didn't hurt my voice. So I would talk and it would be like um, uh, cumbersome. It would it would take more energy than normal or not so not just swallowing but being able to breathe so you know the air coming through here it felt like i was being choked so those types of feelings in your throat um, can happen if something in your life is really hard to swallow hard to swallow is something that's been in our communication for centuries that word those that wording so another thing is that you have neck tension so if it's not hurting in the front you know it's not your voice it's not your swallowing it's not air then you have like this neck tension behind you. And so that that tension just in this area, you know, you know, from the from like the bottom of your skull to your uh, to where your shoulders start, just in that area, you know, whatever that is, six inches, eight inches, something like that. If it's if you have tension right there, it is going to affect either above that, you know, into the head, into the occiput, into the jaw, 
or it will affect lower. It'll go into your shoulders, into your upper back there, like between your shoulder blades. So it's not like it stays right there, right? It's like a like a watercolor. So if the watercolor of the throat was blue and your and your head was purple and white, it would become this, you know, this really cool bluish purple color, right? With some white in there a little bit, maybe make it a little lilac. And if it if the so let's say that the chest was green, right? So it would make this turquoise type of color right b- below the um, the bottom of your neck where your shoulder blades are and where in the front, like where the sternum is, where the, the breastbone in the middle of your of your body. And so if you saw it in a, in a color, like a watercolor uh, version, so you would see blue, a nice like royal blue in the middle of your throat. And then going up into your head, it goes into purple and going down, it goes into green. So, okay, so just want to give you that visual. So it doesn't always just stay like a big, you know, square and it just stays in that square. It does. There's some flow. And even if your throat is stuck, there's going to be flow and it but it can get stopped by things like if you're you know your spouse is having an issue or you're not able to communicate your love you're not able to communicate your anger you're not able to communicate your lack of trust your resentment or any betrayal those types of things start to start to um, build up just like i talk about having a trash can the neck has trash both directions and though a lot of places in our body, especially in the torso, have them in both directions, the throat is like the bottleneck just because of, you know, how it how it looks. It doesn't have, it has to go through the smaller area. And so it gets stuck. I also used to have chronic strep throat. And when I had to get my tonsils out as a later later as an adult. And boy, was that was that painful. And they were so inflamed with pus. It was really gross. My body never would have been able to get in there and clean that out. It was actually used in a book. It was so bad. It's kind of gross. But um, So you can see it's physically things get stuck. Emotionally, things get stuck. And I would say spiritually, things get stuck. How does that happen? So let's say you're really angry with God. I'm you know, mad right now a little bit. And you stop you stop taking the 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 support and the love from God, like you stop it, and like you start being, you know, uh, defiant against it. Or, you know, if you're going to do this to my husband, then meh. it's really funny how we poison other people. We poison ourselves. Sorry, let's say that better. We poison ourselves, but hope that it hurts someone else. Uh, you know, a common theme for many of us, and so. Um, so not listening, not absorbing the love from God, the love from others, the love from anything divine around me, just stopping it. And then at the same time, that also stops the love giving, the love giving to God, giving to God's people, giving to people around me, all the the love and support from our family and neighbors, just kind of not able to really express my gratitude because there's this bottleneck. And if I am not allowing it in, it's really hard to also allow it out. So you have to have a balance so that you can do both. When we're not listening to what's real right in front of us, 
it can hurt right here. If you're not um, not just listening, but you completely, this also includes our eyesight. We were talking about rose-colored glasses, seeing the world the way you want to see it, not really how it is. And when you notice how it is, then it's like this, you know, like a punch in the face. And the same thing about listening. I, that's hard to solo. You know, um, no, I'm, 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 I'm actually not going to assimilate that and swallow that. I'm just going to act like that's not so. And so the body's like, wait a minute, um, what do I do here? And so like right now, there's some phlegm building in my throat because I'm in the midst of this at the moment. So it's this interesting way that our neck deals with that. So I want to go over some really easy things that you can do for your neck. First of all, anything hot. I use, if, if you notice, I'm always covered, and I have uh, talked in, before in my podcast and other places, I have some severe neck injuries, and so I have to keep my neck warm. If my neck gets cold, even in the, even in the summer, I am sore for hours, It's so I don't allow it to get cold. I wear scarves almost every day, and I have like these, these tall, uh, I have tall sweatshirts and and um, when I wear uh, dress clothes, I have a, something to wrap around my neck. And I keep the back of my neck really warm, and I try to keep the front of it warm as well. So if you have one of those, those like rice or barley, um, I, I use one that someone at our church made. It's lovely. I have some. If you want some, they're like 10 bucks. I can send you one. Um, and you just put it in the microwave. You get it warm, and then I put it on my neck. I also use that for different areas. So interestingly enough, I have gut issues and knee issues. And so I also use that then. I take that heated pad and I put it on my knees. And I also put it either on my the front of my front of my stomach right there or on my back. So that area, that area of the torso. And that really, really helps. It's interesting because it does help my neck personally. And it does help my knees. And so I don't have five uh, heating, you know, that would take forever, I guess, to put them in the microwave too. But I do have three. So I will usually put one on my neck, one on either front or the back of my gut, and then one on one knee. And so sometimes I put my knees together and put it on both knees. And sometimes I put all three on my gut, just kind of depends. But Personally, I have had great success getting my body to feel better by getting these three areas to be warm and feel supported and uh, trusted. And I think those are the words I would use. So the first thing is warmth. And so for your, you can't pour hot water. I guess you could sit in a, in a bathtub for your knees and your back and your gut. But I drink a lot of hot tea and not only hot tea, I will drink hot water and hot water with lemon. I also make uh, some uh, turmeric tea, like it's called golden milk. And I have that on my Instagram if you want that uh, that recipe. I It's not exact because I, I put, you know, a little teaspoon here. I don't really, I don't measure it. I tap it in. And so I have that. It has a uh, coconut milk um, with full fat coconut milk that I use, uh, I think an eighth of a teaspoon of uh, turmeric and then some pepper and some cinnamon, and just a dash of salt, and then I put in some honey, and it's so good. No caffeine. It really helps. It helps me with a lot of things, so we can talk about that more, but my point is keep your neck warm with fluids. That will really help. 
And then that goes down into your gut and that gets your gut warm a little bit. So for me, that really helps both. So that's one way to help your neck. Another way is to, so the heating pads and tea. Okay. Another way, if you're going to use ice, you know, there's this big argument in the in the world of ice and heat at the moment. And not the moment, it's been like a decade. And I was in the ice camp for a long time. That's how I was raised, rice, you know, rest, ice, compression, elevation is no longer valid. And so if you're still in that camp, just do a little bit of research and you'll see that uh, we don't want to do the rice anymore. What we do is other other options. And so using more small micro movements, using some treatment right away, using um, there's one uh, meat. So it's uh, movement, um, elevation, uh, meat. Um, I forget what the A stands for. I should know this. And then um, and treatment at the end. So. Uh, I will get that. So there's other ways to deal with your neck. So you can do stretches. So the stretches that I do is I I start with facing forward, and then I'm going to turn my neck to the right all the way as far as I can over my shoulder. So I'm going to try to get it all the way. And I take a deep breath when I go in. So I take a deep breath in through my nose when I'm about to move, and then I breathe out once I'm over my shoulder. So it's a breathe in move over the shoulder and then breathe out and then come back to the center. And then I do the same thing on both sides. So I move my neck with those types of just stretches for the neck. And the next thing I do is I massage it. And how do I do that? So I'm going to take my hands and I wrap my hands like I'm trying to, um, uh, I would say, roll my shoulder blades over up into the front of my body. So like I'm, my elbows are in the air, like towards the ceiling, and I'm going to pull with pressure down on my um, the top of my shoulders up through to the front so that my hands are on my chest. So that's one way to get some really nice pressure on the back of your neck and shoulders because they work together right there. It's very easy to calm tension down with that move. So again, I'm putting my my hands almost together. The pinkies are touching behind my neck, right at the at the, the top of the shoulders. And I'm going to, with my elbows way in the air, and then I'm going to put pressure down and pull forward. Of course, you could do this one-handed. So if you're driving, you could do it one hand at a time. And um, but don't do two hands at a time, right? If you're driving. So that's one way. Another way is to to put your um, is to put your hands on top of your shoulders and cup the area. And then you would push, you would uh, massage or knead your hands together with that tissue in between. So you're going to knead like it's taffy, some parts, the top parts of your shoulder between your fingers and the pad of your hand. And just nice and gently kneading that together, mainly making it warm. Again, it's very, very helpful. And then another one I would suggest is if you you could put your fingers together um, like you were opening a screen door, kind of they're all together, and you're going to press behind your neck on either side of the spine so that you're in the meaty area. And then from that meaty area, you're going to press straight in, and I use different pressure from each finger. 
this is how I'm able to do hours and hours and hours of massage is I utilize each finger. So that's one thing I hear is that, oh, my hands just aren't strong enough and I can't do it for very long. So just use your pinkies and then use your just for a second. So you just press down and let go. And then the, the ring finger, press down, let go, middle finger, press down, etc. And so when you do that, it makes your hand a little bit more. Uh, it can last a little longer. I mean, even 30 seconds longer, it's quite a long time. It's really all you need, like 10 to 30 seconds. So you just kind of press in and go up and down the the neck, the back of your neck there. So you're going to go to the skull and then all the way to your your shoulders and just do that a little bit. Also, you can lean your neck back a little bit. And it's even better if you're laying down. So sometimes I do this before I even sit up in bed. I'm doing this in bed while I will turn my head to my shoulder while I'm on my pillow. And, and then I sit up and then I do it again like that. So move, okay, heat. And um, I would really, really recommend more and more hot water if you're having any issues with your throat, with your neck at all, if you're having headaches, or if you're having any type of pain around your neck on any level, like any in the front or in the back, the sides, any level of your neck, heat and hot water are very, very helpful. So this is my my short discussion and little theories about the neck today. And I'm going to have um, a, a, a partner video on YouTube that I'm going to show you these massages specifically. So if you want more, but it's hard for me to actually talk about. So go to that YouTube video and then I will show you specifically how to massage and stretch and do some myofascial release and to just do some other things on your neck. And so just go to that YouTube channel. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Um, watch your communication and see how it affects your neck when you don't communicate. Something you can, you can always call me and talk to me about it. I've worked with this for so many people. It's a fascinating, fascinating um, part of our body and um, I just love it thanks for listening guys and I will see you next time bye bye thank you for listening to your body advocate with Ruth Cummings we're so glad you've joined us today and truly believe you can live a pain-free passion-filled life to connect with Ruth work with Ruth or to grab your free ebook go to ruthcummings.com we'd love to hear from you don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Until next time, friends, be open, include the unincluded, think outside the box, and spread love and kindness one smile at a time.